Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Encountering God with Tom and Sarah. I am your host, Tom and Sarah. Now, our ministry is totally uh, supported by donations from those who listen. And if you'd like to donate, there's uh, you can go to paypal.me forward slash T and Sarah. You can go to Venmo, which is the at sign Tom dash and Sarah or Cash App and a dollar sign Tom and Sarah. If you'd like to donate, basically what we do, we write books. We uh, we also are starting a radio station here pretty soon. And also we travel around the world trying to um, <clears throat> just minister the gospel in different areas of the world. And if you'd like to be a part of that, feel free to donate. Um, yeah, so enjoy. If you have any comments, go ahead and email me at Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. God bless you. <clears throat> and thank you, by the way, for those of you who have given so far. Um, I want to talk today about an experience I had. Um, no, I guess it was last year. Actually, it's one of the newer ones. Um, a couple of, a couple of experiences I had. But first, I want to talk about this thing called the authority of faith. And so if I happen to get into uh, those things, I'll be glad to share it with you. We'll see how much time transpires here. So if you want to go to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, love this. Uh, I just love this so much. We're talking about Sarah. And the thing that makes me laugh is I read Genesis, and this totally doesn't sound like Sarah at all. Um, from what I read in Genesis. But that tells me that God sees things differently than you and I see. So <clears throat> Hebrews 11.11, 11, talking about Sarah, okay? It said, Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing for the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise and she tapped into his faithfulness. Now, the way I read it in Genesis was that uh, Sarah laughed when she heard that she was going to be pregnant. Um, you know, like, there's no possible way I can get pregnant. That's what she was saying. But the reality of it is that she, uh, according to how God saw it, that she embraced the miracle power to conceive even though she was barren. You remember Mary? Um, the, the virgin mother of Jesus. When the Holy Spirit came upon her, she says, how can this be? And the angel said, uh, is anything impossible for God? Uh, and obviously that's a rhetorical question. Obviously there's nothing that's impossible for God. So having said that, understand that, that there's, a, there's an authority in her faith that rested. See, it wasn't an, an authority. It wasn't that she had faith in faith or faith in her faith. What she had was this faith in the one and uh, who made the promise. She rested her faith in the one who made the promise. Now, if you go to Hebrews chapter 4, it talks about that we would be diligent to enter into his rest. This is part of that. Her authority, the authority of her faith, rested solely upon uh, the one who made the promise. So her faith was in the one who had made the promise. And that person that made the promise, obviously, was God in and of himself. Okay, so um, having said that, I want you to go 
to Matthew uh, chapter 10, and we're going to go to verse 1. Matthew 10, verse 1. It says, Jesus gathered his 12 disciples and imparted to them authority to cast out demons and heal every sickness and every disease. Now, what this tells me is that Jesus imparted to them the authority that he had to cast out the demons and to heal every sickness. Now, did that mean that they, that they healed them all? Well, I don't know that answer. It doesn't say a whole lot of them. They were excited about what God had done. But the other thing was, uh, what about that little kid that, that the father came to Jesus and said, your disciples could not, uh, cast out this demon or make, make his son talk again. So I want to bring you to this, um, uh, this other verse, uh, where, where it talks about, it says, as you go preach this message, heaven, uh, in verse seven, heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to the lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life freely. You've received freely. You have given, not given, uh, freely. You've received freely give. Now, if you go to Matthew 28, we're going to talk, we're still talking about authority. <clears throat> wow, this is really good. I mean, like this whole thing. He says in verse 18 of Matthew 28, there's a great commission. We all know it is that. He says, then Jesus came close to them and said, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my name, my authority, go in my authority and make disciples of all nations. We're talking about authority today. We're talking about having God's authority in all that we do. And the thing is, you have to have the authority of God um, in order to do things. I mean, you can't do anything for God unless you have the authority of God in order to see results. Now, uh, the thing is that, Mar and I want to go back to this, Sarah, her authority in faith rested upon the one who made the promise. God made the promise. Jesus made this promise. And it's one of these things that Jesus, since Jesus made the promise, he was going to bring that authority to him. Um, it's just, uh, it's just really awesome there. He says, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my authority. Okay, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, which seems to translate a little bit better and make it uh, how you're going to say it anyway. It says, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my authority. You have God's authority when God commissions you. Jesus commissions you for the work. And you get those commissions not by, um, <clears throat> not by buying them, not by doing deeds. You get those commissions specifically by grace, there is an authority of faith. Okay, now I'm going to share a little story. Uh, it happened. Um, it happened not too long ago. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I shared it on my Facebook Live. I'll share it here as well. There was a little uh, little woman who she had to be about in her late 40s, early 50s. She was about five foot two. I being six foot and of incredible stature as a man. I mean, seriously, I was, I was the model for the sculpted Greek statues. And um, of course, I'm being silly. But the point I'm trying to make here 
is that this woman was really small and I was really tall and she was an older lady. And what happened it was the craziest thing that ever happened. She, um, they told me, the people at this meeting, it was an evangelism meeting, and all the leaders told me that this woman was here specifically to interrupt the service, and I needed to ask her to leave. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, knowing what I know now, I probably would have said, no, let's have her stay and see if she gets saved, and if she causes trouble, we can always ask her to leave. It's not a problem, but that's not what I said. What I did was I went up to her, and I just said, ma'am, I'm terribly sorry. You're going to have to leave. I said, ma'am, you're, I'm terribly sorry. You're going to have to leave. And she said, um, <clears throat> she said, not a problem. You know, she, uh, she, this is what she should have said. Not a problem. I will go. But what she did was she gave me a right cross to the face and just broke my nose, shattered my glasses, cut me in the face here, cut me in the face here. I was bleeding all over. And um, and I was like, what just happened? So she was going to punch me again, and I grabbed her hands, and I was holding on to her like this. I was just holding on to her. Wait, wait, no, no, no. And, and, and like, it was a struggle. And now I was pretty strong. I played basketball. I was, you know, I was athletic. And it boiled down to, I was like, you've got to be kidding me, man, with this woman and uh, so I, mean, I was holding her down. I had I, I was holding her at bay, and I had two translators with me, and they were trying to hold her at bay as well. And um, it was just hilarious to me that this situation was actually happening. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" And so, sure enough, as as time went on, you know, we, we start walking. She turns around and she kicks me in the shin and breaks her sandal. She broke her sandal, just like shattered. And my leg, and I'm limping, and finally the woman leaves, and like I'm like, these guys are like, whoa, that was heavy. This woman was was demon possessed. She was a witch. Found out later. Well, it turned out, we walked back. I mean, I had my ghetto on. I was like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing to me? You know, kind of thing. But as it turned out, this woman, you know, this woman's sandal broke, and she's walking home with one shoe. And I get home from that meeting, and God says, you broke that woman's sandals. And I said, hang on a second, Jesus. She kicked me and broke them. I didn't break them. And the Lord said, you broke her sandals. And I was like, wow, okay. What, do I, what am I supposed to do? And he says, he says, you need to buy her a new pair of sandals. And I was like, wait a second. No way. I'm not buying her a pair of sandals. And so I was like, you know, no. I mean, so we had this argument most of the night. I, I, I slept, woke up the next morning. And, uh, and the Lord said, you need to buy that woman a pair of sandals. I said, I don't even know what size she is. And he goes, just go and buy her the sandals. So I went to the store. Now, in Latvia, the stores were a little, are a little different than what we experience here. And um, they have stores that are just shoes. They have stores that are just dairy products, stores that are just meat products and all this, Okay. So I'm like, well, where am I supposed to go? And so finally I go to the store and, uh, and I walk into the, to the store that had everything and, and I go to the shoe section and the, the shoe display is empty except for one pair of sandals that looked like the sandals that she wore. Now, again, I said, I don't know what size she is. 
And uh, so the Lord just said, buy the sandals. Now, I'm not, we're not talking a lot of money here. We're only talking a couple of bucks, which is cool. So I'm like, all right. So I buy the pair of sandals and I take them with me. I don't even know if she's coming to the meeting, but I bought these sandals. Go to the meeting and sure enough, there she is. I was like, you got to be nuts. So this woman is standing there. We're rehearsing. And um, so I walk up to her and I said, um, uh, ma'am, I have something for you. And I gave her the sandals and I said, you broke your sandals yesterday, and I'm here to give them back to you. I'm here to, you know, I bought you another pair. And she goes, why? I said, because God loves you. And if God loves you, I love you. She starts crying. And sure enough, they were a perfect fit. She came she came to that meeting with, with one sandal, actually. It was really funny. So she threw that sandal away, put on these new new ones, and they fit perfectly. And she and, and she was, like, so grateful. And then we have the meeting. And, um, and actually she, I think if I remember correctly, she was the only one that got saved that night. And it was so powerful. It was so amazing that, that guy, she got delivered, you know, those, those demons left her and she got delivered. And when you are walking in faith and you are walking, see, that's just an example of trusting God and not trusting the wisdom of man, but just doing out of obedience what God has asked. Now, the Bible says to obey is better than sacrifice. The meeting would have been nothing had it not been for the fact that I obeyed at that time. And so I obeyed the Lord, and he was able to save that woman miraculously. It was crazy good. And um, so in essence, that was the issue. Now, God did some incredible things, and I'm so grateful to him for doing it. And, um, and, and you know, he, he continues. And I'm, what I'm saying here is, that the authority of the faith that we have does not rest in our works. It does not rest in us. Our authority and faith rests on the one who made the promise. We have to rest and trust the one who made the promise, not ourselves, not the wisdom of man, but trust the one who made the promise. God is amazing. So um, anyway, we're going to leave it there. Uh, with that. And uh, so just know that uh, things are things are moving forward and we're excited about it. I'm going to be gone the next few days. So I will not be doing I um, will not be doing a YouTube video or a podcast. But just know that, um, you know, we have a lot to we have a lot to munch on here. This barren. We talked about the barrenness being broken. We talked about we talked about the secret place and we're going with these things. So just rest in these. And, uh, and just know that you're deeply loved and you're deeply cared for. And, um, and we're going to go, please pray for me while I'm in Eugene. And, um, c- because nothing matters more to me than the presence of the Holy Spirit. And those of you who know me know that's true. I don't care about anything else. I just care about the Holy Spirit. And we have, we have some incredible things going on and we rest in those things. Anyway, God bless you guys. Let me pray for you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for each one that's listening, and I thank you for each one that that will listen later, that you, Father God, will touch them and that you would fill them with the anointing of your Holy Spirit like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday.